Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Half Full Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and I'm joined by JJ today. How's it going, JJ? Not bad. How are you doing today, DJ? I'm doing great. It's funny that our names are so similar. This is going to be funny every time I listen to it. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, before we get into today's episode, and uh, a little spoiler, we're going to be talking about No Man's Sky. And this is by no means a new game. Um, but it's still around, and it's continually getting updates, and both of us have played a crap ton of it in the past. So we're going to talk all about No Man's Sky, and if we like it, or if we don't like it, spoiler, we like it. Um, and we'll get into that, but before we get into that, let's step back and let's talk about if we've been playing anything else lately, or if we've watched anything interesting. Um, and I did watch something interesting lately. Um, I watched that new Disney movie called Cruella, which is like the Cruella de Vil from Hunter Dalmatians or whatever. They did a oh, live okay, action. Yeah. Yeah, with Emma yeah. Stone. And yeah. the movie, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone, um, but the movie, they say, is a little dark. And I think for children, it is a little dark for children. But for adults, gosh darn, I've seen so much worse than that. Um, <laughs> it's not dark at all for adults, um, unless you're sensitive. or And if you are, that's okay. Um, but for children, yeah, definitely watch it before you put your kids in front of it. It's a movie about a villain, right? That should be a no-brainer. Right. Um I'm going to have a full review written up on halffullreviews.com. You can catch that, as well as all the latest episodes from this podcast. Um, and there's also an email on there and a Discord channel you can, and a Patreon you can do. I mean, we've got ways for you to talk to us, ways to connect with us, um, ways for you to support the show, all of that. So please, um, if you've got a few dollars to spare, toss them at our Patreon. If you like our content and want to see more of it, um, we can get better equipment. We can produce more episodes every week. Um, if you'd like to talk to us, send us an email or jump in our Discord if you want to play games that we're playing. We have a pretty great community and we're connected to a couple different Discord servers. But with that said, what, 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 what have we been playing lately? You know, I know we've been playing EVE Online. Have you touched anything else? Um, lately, I've only been playing EVE Online because I've gotten a cool new ship that I really love. Um, <clears throat> but in the past, in the distant far off past I played a lot of No Man's Sky and my biggest point my biggest reason of even playing that game was because everybody hated it and I was like okay I want to find out why everybody hates this game I was so on I a got this... train for that game as well when it went before I pre-ordered two copies of it one for me one for a friend and it came out and I was immediately disappointed um, and I, <laughs> I put it I put it down for like three or four months and then it, they added a bunch of stuff and i tried it out and got super into it so yeah yeah and see i uh after they added a bunch of stuff i guess is when i joined and so i was like man what's the problem with this game it's fun it's you not know, bad like... at all yeah as far as survival games go and speaking of survival games we almost talked about valheim today which how much of valheim think... have you played that's a very trendy kind of exploration survival right. game ability. i think we could talk about both honestly because um like valheim is it's kind of similar to um no man's sky it's just a little different or minecraft it's, or arc survival yeah. Evolved or dust seven days or, today right there's all these games and, out there that uh, are like survival buildy do your own adventure kind of stuff and valheim is just really trendy right now um and i tried it out briefly and i see why it's trendy because it's like these other games um i've just i think i like the setting of dinosaurs better which is why i really enjoyed arc survival evolved i like yeah I like the goofiness of Minecraft, which is why I like Minecraft, and Valheim just didn't suck me in or pull me in just because I'm also got other games to play right now, you know? Yeah, Valheim really sucked me in because I really, really enjoy games that 
take so much work. Like, you literally have to pick up sticks off the ground and rocks off the ground and build a house. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I love that stuff, you know? And, I and do too. Uh, Those are very trendy, and they've been on an <clears throat> uptick trendward-wise, I think. Um, yeah. They, they've almost been like a replacement for MMOs. Now, lots of people still play MMOs, but those have been like something that's kind of swung in and taken a large chunk of that industry. It's a way to play... Technically, they are MMOs sometimes. Like, you can play with your friends or on public servers or private servers. They're just smaller scale than some other MMOs. But they're very right. much enjoyable for the same reasons. You can build something, create an empire, create something that you can then share with friends or build upon later. So, definitely fun. The only complaint I have about Valheim, the only complaint, is it's hard, man. <laughs> like, it, it is hard. hard. It's hard to get anywhere in that game because you're always dying. You are dying over and over and over and over, nonstop. Now, now do you lose a lot of your experience and items <clears throat> stuff when you die? Because I, I only you lose everything when you die. That's fantastic. That's the way. You're right, but you can retrieve it. But you have to go where back. You have to go back to where you died. You have to go to your grave marker, like in WoW. Do you, and, do you keep uh, your experience points? Yeah. Okay, so that's something. So it's kind of like Ark Survival evolved in that way, where when you die, right. you, you drop everything, you can go get it. Um, but at least you keep your experience points, like how many times you've punched a rock and how good are you at punching rocks now. You know, you can die from punching a rock. So, pro tip for new, any new Valheim players, don't punch the rocks, guys. Yeah, it'll literally like break your hands apart. <laughs> Alright, so not as friendly as Minecraft, where you can go punch rocks. And then um, as you go to the different... Um, biomes like each biome gets even deadlier and the worst biome in my opinion is the plains biome the plains biome sounds nice and welcoming and inviting it's not it's got mosquitoes the size of bald eagles that they're called death mosquitoes i think they're called i don't remember the exact name but (laughs) they uh they're mean and they will attack you and kill you within seconds and then you got droggers in the uh, in the swamp biome, and like it's just a it's everything in that game is trying to kill you. <laughs> I remember my first time I built a house. I built this really sweet house in the starting area, and a troll showed up. And a troll, if you don't know, it's a gigantic blue thing that just comes in and wrecks your house and you. I have mem- many memories of being eaten by dinosaurs in Ark. Where they yeah, me too. You, you build a beautiful home, and they just poke their head through the top and go, nom, nom, nom. Yep. You're, you're dead. Or you go running what... through the forest. I remember one of the first times I played, I just ran through the forest because I heard that there was raptors, and I was like, I just want to see if this works. And you run through the forest, and you're okay for a while until it gets dark, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> yeah, then it's game over. You're dead, and you don't even know what happened. Something's chewing on your face. I love I love Ark Survival. That was That's a fun a, game. That was a good game. I've gotten out of it, and it's kind of updated and changed, and I have a really hard time getting back into games that have been changed so much after I've left. Mm-hmm. Especially when you've and, accomplished so much in the game already, you know? Like, right. Kind of did and what you it, wanted to do. And then it's like restarting, basically. Yep. So so this is, a, this is a great segue right here. Let's go ahead and segue into another game that we've enjoyed a lot that we said we're going to talk about, No Man's Sky. Um, this is our topic for the day. Um, and... We'll talk about when it first came out. We'll talk about when we started playing it a little bit, um, some things we like about it, and kind of the status of the game today. 
Um, you know, it's something I think if you're a space or a sci-fi fan or you like exploration games and stuff where you can kind of, if building your own fleet and acquiring assets and flying spaceships and shooting starfighters and landing on planets and collecting stuff and exploring, if that sounds like something you're interested in, this, this is probably a good game for you. Um, and you can read a full review on No Man's Sky on halffullreviews.com. Mm -hmm. I keep plugging that. But, but okay, so I started out the game, like I said, I pre-ordered it and got right into it. I was disappointed. I put it down and picked it back up, um, and then I loved it. Um, you know, you said you started the game after it had already had some of these features in it, so you liked it more immediately, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, right. Um, my buddy was somewhere between us, where he found out it was good somewhere between when you and I were playing. Like, he, we both put it down, and then he picked it up back up faster than me because he was paying attention to updates, the one I purchased the game for. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so, anyways, so, yeah. Um, you so, can you tell me... Can you tell me a little bit, a little bit about what was, uh, what it was like before all the updates? Like when No Man's Sky first came out, what was it like? So it was the problem was there wasn't a lot of additional content. So all you could do is you started out the game in a broken starship on a planet, and it said fix your starship. You woke up and you didn't know where you were, so you had to go run across the planet on foot, um, constantly being killed by the environment if you're unlucky because the environment was killing you. So you have to collect resources. <laughs> Collect resources and shove them in your suit and try to keep yourself sustained long enough to even learn what are the resources are and run back and forth from your ship putting pieces in it. And if you manage to survive long enough and complete that, your ship took off and you started flying only to realize that your ship takes fuel and then you have to land and get more fuel for your ship. And when you finally got past all this learning curve at the very start, you fly off the planet and be like, I did it and I heard I'm supposed to explore other planets. So you go to another planet you try to and you're like oh i need a warp drive let's land back on the planet and make a warp drive and then you take <laughs> off and you finally make it to another planet and then you realize there's nothing on this planet except more of the same resources so let's check the next planet and more of the same resources and you could scan things and fill out your pokedex and mine some resources and do this and that but that was it that's all there was to the game and you could huh. there was nothing there was like nothing else in the game and then they they started adding more interactable enemies and more interactable bases and they started adding things in space that happened where you could approach a freighter and then it got to the point where you could own freighters and own cruisers and own a bunch of different starfighters and you could have a whole fleet that you command and you can undock from oh my gosh this game is way cool at the point it got they also added in multiplayer at a certain level where you could actually play with your friends because when it first came out you were technically all on a big server and you might run into someone but the universe is so big that was one of the things they talked about no Man's Sky is so big that you could be playing with thousands and millions of people and never find them because it's right. supposed to be real scale. So they fixed that by allowing <clears> you to pair up and actually teleport to your friends when you guys play. And that was a huge thing for me because um, I like showing off the things I've accomplished to my friends and playing alongside them, even if we're working on individual tasks, at least we're near each other and it feels like you're not alone. Yeah, and uh, I guess I, I jumped in right in the middle of that because... When I first started playing it, it, you woke up on a planet and you had to rebuild your ship and you didn't know what was going on. It didn't give you any information on what to do. But when I got into space, I was able to get a freighter or I can't remember the actual name of it. It's the mothership that it's, um, is it a freighter? Yeah, it's like the, like you, you fly up into <clears> space <throat> and you rescue this freighter thing or something, this mothership freighter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then he, yeah, the you... captain gives you his ship as a reward. And now this ship, you can... You can purchase, one of the cool things, you can go to space stations and talk to trade hubs, and you can purchase additional starships, but they stay wherever they are because you have to, like, fly them around. But if you fly them to your mothership, you can put them all inside your mothership or your freighter or whatever you have, 
And now you have a whole collection of starships in there, which you can then sell and buy and trade, and you can make and currency. You can jump from system to system with them in there. Yeah, so you can move your freighter to a different system, which is cool, which helps <clears> you travel more. It brings all your stuff with you. It's kind of like a big mobile base in space. Um, and then one of the cool things you can do is you can start recruiting cruisers to join your fleet. And then you can actually take off from your mothership in a little starship and land on all, each one of these cruisers and walk around and talk to the crew. And you can uh, upgrade, the, fix the cruisers if there's stuff broken on them. And then you can send them out on missions and they'll go off on missions for a day or 12 hours or two hours. And then they'll come back and report to you and bring back stuff. Then you can do crafting or you can sell stuff. So you get to like, at a upper scale, upper level of this game, you get to like a fleet management where you're like an admiral and you have all these ships under your command. And it's very much like first, it's all first person. I think you can go third person a lot sometimes too, but um, it's like a first person experience of being a spaceship explorer that turns into like a, a starship captain of like, it really fills that that need. You know, if you're into that sort of gameplay or you want to experience being a, a captain or, you know, whatever, you like Star Trek or Star Wars or space stuff you know, Expanse or whatever you yeah. like. You probably like this game. Yeah, we like our space games. We do. That's why we play EVE Online, you know, because we like Absolutely. space games. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so um, how how far along did you get in the game, you know, or, or what are some of the bigger things you achieved? Did you did you get rid of no Man's Sky? stuff? Yeah, No Man's Sky. What did, you, what did you do? So I basically beat the game. I, I played the crap out of it for months and months and months, and I got to the center of the solar system, or galaxy. I got to the center of the galaxy, got sucked into the wormhole, and then basically spit out right back at the start again, so that was stupid. Um, but I I had my humongous freighter. It was, it was like the best one you could get. I searched all over, all over the galaxy for it. And uh, I finally found it, got it, and uh, I found a few exploits that I probably shouldn't have done, but I got a ton of money, and um, they patched it afterward, but I got enough to buy anything I wanted at the time, <laughs> and I, so... I had a unique experience where I went to one of the, the player hubs where you could meet other players in your area, and this guy had gotten super rich probably through exploits or something and he was just handing out money he's like anyone need some money and he just tossed me I, I forget it's been a while since i played but dude it was a lot of currency it was enough to buy anything in the game that i wanted and at that point yeah. i was like well this is fantastic so i started getting into acquiring cruisers for my fleet and buying expensive spaceships and i just had this huge collection of awesome ships i could play with and do stuff with and and I enjoyed upgrading and because you can upgrade <clears> the inside of your freighter and unlock new rooms and decorate them and assign things to them. Right. Like, very awesome, awesome game. They, they did a nice job with it. That's what I ended up doing is I ended up creating the turning my freighter into my base and I, I got bored because my entire base was on my freighter so I had nothing really to build or work up to. And so, because you can build on planets or you can build in your freighters. And so why build on a planet if you've got it in your freighter and you can jump system to system while you've already got your base right there? Yes. So that, that was the problem too with the base building. Because base building wasn't actually in the game at first and they added it to where you can now build bases on a planet and you could have you could hire people to work at your base, NPCs, and they would work there and work for you, same as the people who work on your captain, your different ships you have in fleets. So they actually ended up introducing a teleportation thing. So now you could teleport back to your home bases even if they're on different star systems you could teleport to different places and teleport oh geez yeah so so they've definitely gone a long ways and i don't remember all the specifics but i know they've gone come a long ways on trying to make the universe smaller for the player so that they can 
partake in base building without feeling like they're going to leave it behind because originally you would leave your base behind and you would never see it again most likely and that feels yeah. like a waste so now that yeah, you can go exactly. back to those and in return you can create farms and stuff there where you can make money so lots of players um posted online they make a huge money farm where you could just land there and make tons of money instantly by harvesting all their stuff and replanting and they open it up to people to come join them and see their home and they have these fantastic homes and you can go there and just make tons of money on other people's farms by just collecting it all so there's some cool things people have done in no man's sky too. it really blows blows my mind the creativity people have you know like where when it comes to bases there's some bases that i can't even fathom building i know and like <laughs> takes time like I, that's that's crazy about it that's what it's one of my favorite things to do though is to build something cool and then and then show it to people you know um, right right i've done youtube recordings of a lot of my stuff too i think i have youtube recordings on the half full channel of me playing no man's sky when it first came out me talking about it in reviews and then me showing you my fleet and stuff i think you can actually go on and see my fleet on the youtube channel um from back then so i i try to record once i accomplish big things i often like to document it and record it and show it off um, or talk about it on podcasts and stuff because you know who doesn't want to show off something they worked hard on right exactly that's just it it's it's uh you've com you've accomplished something you want everybody to bask in the glory of your accomplishment exactly and that's why these people open up their bases for you to come check out and publicize them because they're proud <laughs> of what they did and often they're super cool so um let's talk a little bit more about the the gameplay gameplay like what does a day-to-day gameplay look like you log in and what are you going to do in no man's sky like you can explore and research stuff and fill out your pokedex we're gonna keep calling it a pokedex because that's kind of what it is You're, you explore different plants and animals and you can name them you get paid money just to explore things and land on different planets or you can engage in combat um at bases and try to wipe them out or you can go in space and rescue freighters or you know talk to people and get missions or you can land at a space station in space and do trading there and buy and sell and talk to different people and level up different parts of your person or different things you know there's so much there's lots of depth there but that's kind of like the gameplay i'd say is running you can do whatever you want and nowadays there's a lot more to do than there used to there used to be able to do but what was one of the things you did a lot when you played um basically my main objective was just to build the biggest baddest base i could possibly imagine and did you and, get really far uh, along with it yes i did i i finished probably four or five of them and then i would move systems and find a better planet and so that was my big uh disappointment with the game is I couldn't go back to to those other places. I, I can remember where they were. You know, you had to you had to jump systems to find them. Oh yeah. And um, but like what you were saying is they have a teleportation thing now. I might have to get back into it. Have to check it out. You know. I almost did a few weeks ago. I installed the game again and then promptly uninstalled it because it takes up too much space for me. I only have like a 500 gig solid state right now. So and I have too many games. That sounds like a lot, but it's really not. If you're a gamer, you know that gets filled up like instantly. So, right to a game so i need to clear out some more space <laughs> reinstall it and boot it up one time maybe we should hop on together and try it out but i have a feeling we'll start doing that with things we that's talk about. that's <laughs> that's one of the things i've been wanting to uh, do as as we do this podcast i think we need to start playing the games together that we're gonna cover mm -hmm. and really get a feel for them maybe spend like a week playing them mm -hmm. and uh, obviously we'll be playing eve at the same time because we are eve junkies Right, for but... sure. Eve's that kind of thing. <laughs> it just fits well into the lifestyles that we have, and and then we have lots of friends and a great community there. So that's something that makes games like No Man's Sky or any game better is having a community, people to play with, Discord communities. So which you can join ours. So you can definitely yeah, like come... me and you met on Eve, and here we are. You know. Yep. We're 
we're probably going to be lifelong friends at this point. Exactly. For sure. So that's awesome when you make that kind of connection with someone and you find out you have a lot in common, you guys like the same kind of stuff and you guys can then take it outside of that gaming community. So I feel like, yeah. I feel like I'm talking like I do on my marketing podcast now. We just get down, <laughs> we get into these rabbit holes and side trails that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. You know about. what? The way I see it, we're here to have fun. We're not here to be news anchors, you know? We're uh, we're here to just have fun. We'll talk a bit about games, talk a bit about whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. If uh, if we sidetrack, we sidetrack. Yeah. Just adds more content. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I, I'm i running out of stuff that I have to say about No Man's Sky. You know, if you have right, anything, me you... too. <laughs> so, another game I've been playing, just because we're, we're running a little early on this episode still we haven't filled up a lot of the time block i know we both play world of warcraft so this would be like a bonus segment guys getting a little bonus segment. we're gonna talk world of warcraft for a minute <laughs> if i can remember anything about it it's been probably six years that i've since i played but That's i remember a... i was a level 100 on all my tunes and i thought that was a big achievement <laughs> did you hear about the level squish they did i did not the max level is now 60 wasn't that how it was in the beginning yeah, so once they hit 120 with expansion packs, they now squish the max level down to 60. So now you huh. start at 1, and when you're done, you know, when you're done with everything except the latest expansion that just came out, you're level 50, and the latest expansion takes you from 50 to 60. And that had some negative effects on the game, but it had a lot of positive effects on the game too. So at least it's more, it feels more digestible. 120 seemed like a far climb, uh, and you would jump like four levels by turning in a quest, which seemed kind of silly. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Now, but now it's almost the opposite problem where you hit level 58 or 59 and you turn in 12 quests and you're still not 60. And you're like, oh my yeah. god. You that know. was my biggest gripe with that game is how long it took to level up. Yeah. I spent probably a year and a half playing that game like every single day while I was in the military. Every day when I'd get off work, I would go straight home, get on World of Warcraft, and I would grind and grind and grind and grind and i it took me almost a year and a half to get halfway to 100 you know mm-hmm. yeah and- this is a game that's like it's so unique um and it kind of for the time period we live in the years that we've been here on earth it's like this game has touched every gamer's life in some fashion uh, i remember playing it as a like a preteen or a really young teenager and then putting it down and picking it up five years later and putting it down and picking it up another five years later to the point where I've always dabbled in World of Warcraft. It's always been something I've played occasionally. Some people have played it for decades straight. Um, yeah, I like have, my cousins. Mm-hmm, but some, it's such a huge part of so many gamers' life is what, and it's still relevant today. There's still lots of people playing it. There's new expansions being put out, new upgrades and up, updates and upgrades to the game, and it's still fun to play. So recently my sister started playing World of Warcraft for the first time ever, and she's, she, you know, we started getting. She loves playing video games, but she always your sister did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So my sister started playing recently. My my younger sister. I have two younger siblings. Zeke's been on the podcast a lot. He's my younger brother, and then our youngest is uh, our sister Anna, and she, she's not too young. She's like twenty two years old, but, but she's always been a gamer too, just like us. But she plays a lot of like single player games and stuff on the Nintendo Switch, and so we got her into Monster Hunter which we did an episode on and then we from monster hunter we got her into world of warcraft and she's like wow these games are cool she'd never really been exposed to mmos we grew up playing mmos but she wasn't yeah. old enough so now she's been getting exposed to that and she's like wow this world of warcraft thing's really cool because everybody loves a good fantasy game you know set in a fantasy world with orcs and elves and magic and things people like that so. yeah that was when i was growing up 
I had humongous dreams of playing World of Warcraft because my cousins did. And um, my cousins are super, super involved in that game. Like, they're up there with the developers and stuff. Like, even they, uh, yeah, they, wow. they've been playing it since the day it came out, every single day since the day it came out. And, um, like, they are really into it. And it's my uncle and my three cousins. <laughs> and, cool. um, but I could never play it because my mom had a Macintosh computer. And it wasn't released for IMAX or anything yet. And so I waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. And finally it came out for Mac and I downloaded it. And it completely ruined my mom's computer. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but she was so mad. And like, because she could not use anything. It made her computer so slow that she had to get rid of it and get a new one. Oh my gosh, and... the days of crappy computers and crappy dial-up. Did you ever have to play a game on dial-up? Yeah, I did. RuneScape. Yeah. The... I've, I've been playing RuneScape since I was about six or seven years old. And how old and, are you today? Uh, I am 25. Nice. And I'm 31. I don't know if we've said that on the <clears> podcast <throat> before. So we're 25 and 31. So that put it in perspective when we talk about how young we were playing a game. Because some people, we had Eric on last week, and uh, he's in his 40s. And, oh gosh, I hope he's in his 40s. Okay, he we're is. not going to let him listen to this just in case. In case I got it <laughs> I'm pretty sure no, he's young forties. Yeah, very young forties. I'm pretty sure he's he's like forty or forty one. He's incredibly handsome either way, so you know. You know so so he's a really cool guy. He's a super even cool if, guy. Even if he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally gonna listen to this episode now and slap we, us. We love you, Eric. We yeah, love you, Eric. Yeah, we do Eric. We All right. So, uh, that was a fun episode last week. Um what were we we were talking about Eve Online last week? And I think our yeah. audio quality was a little subpar, uh, but I think we Especially fixed, mine. Yeah, I think we fixed it this week. Do you think you got a new a new mic, right? Yeah, well, I'm using my Alienware headset. I did get a new mic with the stand and all the all the crap, you know, like the soundboard and everything. But I can't figure it out. Can't figure out how to use it. So if anyone's got any advice, can you like send us a message or something on that? But <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> um, right. Well. So, but yeah, we're uh, we're we're getting things figured out. We're uh, hopefully we can come up with more content to. We're going to have to start playing games at the same time. We're going to have to start taking notes. We're going to have to start playing games. And maybe even at the end of each at the end of each uh, podcast or episode, we could do like a little news break or something. Talk about world news or just American news because American just, news is video game com news. So we could start oh, video game news. Yeah. Start covering all the latest games coming out and just to keep an eye on them. Even if we don't end up playing them, you might be interested in hearing about them coming. I know there's some new Pokemon games coming out. I'm a really big Pokemon fan. Did you get, ever get into Pokemon? Um, I never got into Pokemon ever. I got into um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh was my go-to. I thought Pokemon was childish, even though Yu-Gi-Oh is also childish. But and then I got into Magic. And uh, Magic um, the Gathering, right? Right, and I got out of Magic because I had no friends that wanted to get into it, so I could never have anyone to play with. And so <laughs> that's the rough part. Like nowadays, they're making a big online push for Magic: The Gathering. Um, if right. you haven't played it on Arena yet, you should play it. And we can talk about it sometime. Um, it's pretty cool, but they're making a huge push that direction. And I love playing Paper Magic, but if you're right, right if me you too. If you don't have local <clears throat> friends, you, it's impossible to play. And you can play against yourself a few times, but I mean, is that any fun at the end of the day? I, I bought a Magic deck while I was in the Army because I finally found a group of guys that liked playing Magic in the Army. And um, I bought a deck for $1,000. It was 
it was a shiny um, Minotaur deck, and it was it always won every time. And it got to the point where it got boring to where I had to stop using it because I would win every. Oh, I lost it there for a second. And um, I lost that deck. <laughs> oh, what happened um, to it? So I, I bought this $1,000 deck from a buddy of mine, and um, it was all shiny cards. It was all Minotaur deck. It was a Minotaur deck, and I lost it. So I don't really know where it happened to it, because when I transitioned from the army to home, it probably got lost somewhere in that move. But Okay, well... That always sucks. So I know some people right. lost their magic collections, whether from moving or moving out of their home and their parents getting rid of it, right? Or yeah. uh, some people sell their cards. Some people give away their cards when they're done. And then sometimes they regret that. And they're like, oh, I wish I still had this, you know? Because I think magic is something that you definitely could come back to. It's kind of like lots of video games, like No Man's Sky, where you might jump oh, into yeah. it. Or Wild World of Warcraft, where you walk away and you come back. This magic is something you could walk away and come back to. And there's no, not really any reason to get rid of your collection unless you... I mean, if you need the money, I guess, or if you're trying to save space, some people purge stuff. But oftentimes, things that I've gotten rid of, uh, collectibles or old things I had, I've always wanted them back one day. Yeah, you so, always regret it. Yeah, so, yeah. My mom's good. always telling me to sell stuff, and I'm like, you know, why sell this when I know I'm going to want it again at some point? Exactly, exactly. You're going <laughs> to want it one day again. And uh, yeah. I actually just, had, just played Magic Saturday night. Um, I had two buddies over locally, and we've drafted Magic and played, and I hadn't played in a couple months before that. And then before then, I nice. hadn't played for like six months before that. So I'm trying to get back into it a little bit because I really do enjoy it. But it, like you said, it's hard to get people together in the same room. Unlike video games, it's hard to get people locally that, that, you, that you like to hang out with and that have time to hang out with you. So. Right. That's why I play video games is because all my friends are online. I, I know that's sad and pathetic, but it's... Um... It's it's the honest truth. I am a truck driver, so I don't really have time to hang out with people all the time. You know, when I'm home, I want to be home because I just got done being on the road. And so online is my getaway to hang out with my friends and play around and stuff, you know? It's wonderful, the world we live in, where, you, where we can do that now. You know, the world's getting so much smaller. We're playing games with people from South Africa and Australia and Great Britain, and we're sitting here in the United States. And you can play with anybody in the world, even across the United States here and and it's awesome. We have friends over in India we're playing with, you know? So it's just, it's cool. It makes the world so much smaller. So, and it I think, does. I think, I think that might be a wrap for today's episode. So. All right. All right. So until uh, next week. Um, and next week we will have more content for you guys. Yes, we will. So, and maybe even more than one time a week. That is our goal. We really want this podcast to, uh, to take off. We've got a pretty solid listener base already of people who tune in and listen when we do put out episodes, but we want to be really regular with you guys and consistent. We want to get better quality, better equipment, uh, more frequent episodes. And uh, if you'd like to help us out, tell a friend about us. It's one thing you can do. You can follow us on social media, check out our website, give us some website traffic, help us uh, monetize in that way. Um, if you have a few dollars to throw away, we do have a Patreon set up. You can do that. You can also interact with us uh, in Discord. That helps us feel good. Uh, send us an email. Um, anything yeah, come like play that. games with us. Come, come play. play. Come join us in Eve. Come join us in RuneScape. Come play with us. You and know. If you, if you have a video game you'd love to talk about, um, tell us, and uh, we'll see if you're a good fit. And maybe you can come on the podcast and even talk about that video game. We can interview and talk about it, and especially if it's something trendy. So, we like to cover cover video games and let you guys know if it's something you should play you know that's one of the things we do on the podcast that we're doing today and hopefully you know now 
if No Man's Sky is something for you. Absolutely. All right, so we'll see you guys next week.